All right, chas v'shalom. All right, let's get started. Yesterday's daf was daf chof. Today is daf chof aleph. We're getting right to it. We're going to have in mind for shleima teimim basdvara. Should feel better, um, and um, all else who need. We are starting off with a question um, on uh, the Gemara. The Gemara basically beforehand had said, come to the conclusion that you cannot start the Shloshim until you start the Shiva. You know, even though during the holiday, if somebody passed away during the holiday, the halacha, it basically, um, you know, you wait till after the holiday to start sitting the Shiva. Theoretically, it could have started the Shloshim at that point in time during the bur- from the burial on, but we said, no, it does not count comes along the Gemara and says that if somebody buries the dead two days before the holiday, um, he counts five days after the holiday. Because again, this is going according to the opinion that says that you need three days before the holiday in order for it to be broken. If it's under three days, then it actually still needs to be continued to come after the holiday. But it's very interesting how it works, sort of. Uh, um, The only part of the Shiva is going to be... is going to be occurring after the holiday uh, in the five-day period. Um, the malacha is going to be done by others. The servants are only doing things b'tzina in the house, privately. Um, but uh, the visitation, the people coming, the hosting... Um, what's the question? B'tzina. B'tzina. In Hayden, privately. B'tzina. B'tzina means... So no, right, Snius, right, exactly, same same root. Vain um, and, and uh, but the, but as far as the visitation, that really took place over the holiday, because people um, continued to visit the house and uh, uh, during the holiday, um, visit the person. The basic rule is is that if it's an avelus thing, then the the holiday breaks it. If it's uh, if it's a rabbim thing, the holiday doesn't break it; it continues. Now, if it was buried three days uh, towards the end of the holiday, so you still have to count the full shiva after the holiday, but four out of those seven um, is when people are involved and in, you know, bringing food or whatever it is, uh, visiting, and the last three, not. And the reason is, again, because during the holiday, the last three days of the holiday, that they were being mekayim, the those, those nyanim, those concepts, um, and uh, then we said that the holiday counts towards the count. Now, isn't that saying even in this case, the holiday is counting? Um, which is a question on our conclusion from before. So the says maybe it's going on the first part in the case where it was two days before the holiday, then the holiday counts towards the Shloshim. Anyway, so the Gemara brought a raya, berura, clear-cut proof. It says that if the holiday counts to the count of Shloshim, if you're buried in the beginning of the holiday, you count Shiva after the holiday. And, you know, of course, the visitation was occurring during the holiday. The malacha will be done, the work activities will be done by others. His servants are doing avoda, they're doing malacha, bitzina, privately, bitzach beso, in his house. And people aren't coming to visit anymore because they were already doing that during the holiday, which is, and the holiday is counting towards the Shloshim. Basically, not like what we just saw, and this we said is a tiyufta to the din of Rava. Okay, so comes along Ravin, it says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that even if you bury somebody on the holiday, um, it's the same halacha. It's not only if it was before the holiday, he got it in just before, even during. And that's what Rabbi Lazar told Rabbi Pitas' son, even burial during on the holiday. Now, 
the rabbis learned that uh, if a person got a got a chance to do the the turning over of the bed um, um, three days uh, before the holiday, so he got it in before the holiday, then there's no need to do so after the holiday, and that's she does Rebbe that requires three-day period. And this is now where we're introduced to the opposing opinion. Chum say that, oh, even one day, even one moment where you acted and you fulfilled some of the customs of the Shiva is all you need to basically say that the holiday will break it and then there's no longer any Shiva. And Rabbi Lazar, Perib Shimon says this actually is in Machlokis between Beisham and Beis Hillel. Beisham says three days, Beis Hillel says one day. Rafuna said the name of Rabbi Abba, the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Others say it was Rabbi Yochanan told Rabbi Abba and Ravuna that even one day, even one hour, that's all you need of sitting Shiva prior to the holiday to be basically having finished your Shiva, basically. It doesn't have to be continued after the holiday. Rabbi says the halacha is like Artana, that needs three days. And Rafina came to Surah in, of the, near the Euphrates, the city in Babel. And Rav Chavivit told Ravina, what's halacha? And he said, no, one day, even one hour. Um, Rav Chia Bar Abba and Rav Amin, Rav Yitzchak Nafcha were sitting at the stoop of Rav, Lazar, Rav Yitzchak Ben Lazar. They asked the Shaila. Okay, so that was the end of that discussion, bottom line. Bottom, bottom line is that you don't need three days. One day, even one hour of sitting Shiva uh, prior to the holiday already fulfills one's requirement of Shiva and he does not need to make it up afterwards. Now, um, we have here a very interesting question that was raised. The three rabbis, Rav Chibar Abba, Rav Ami, Rav Yitzhak Nafcha, were sitting on the stoop of Rav Yitzhak Bar Lazar and they discussed this, discuss, this question. Basic, basic question. Where does the concept of Shiva come from? All right, it's funny, we call it sitting Shiva, um, you know, it means seven days, but where does the idea of seven days come from? Where is it written? It's not written anywhere in the Torah. So the answer is, is the Pasuk, there is a Pasuk. Pasuk says that uh, as a punishment, I'll turn your holiday, flip the holiday over to be a time of mourning. So just like holidays are seven days, so to Avelis is seven days. Sagmar says, you know, not all holidays are seven days. Shavuos is uh, one day or so, maybe, maybe it should be only one day. So Gmur says, you're right. You're actually right. Um, it's like a, we learn uh, there's a one-day shiva too, and there's a seven-day shiva. It's two kinds of shiva. It's not really a one-day so shiva, but a one-day... definition, right? Well, yeah, that's a contra- contradiction in terms, but you know what I mean, okay? Um, what is that? Rishalakish says that there's something called a shmuel rechoka, where you've heard the news from afar, and uh, then it's only, uh, you're only keeping one day, you're only sitting one day, um, as the Pasuk says, and Chag, sometimes there is a Chag, that's only one day. So that's how we we're applying that. Um, okay. Um, so that's the story. Now, we said that a Shmur Karova, if you heard from nearby, so then it's seven full days, there's a full Shloshim afterwards. If it's from afar, so then it's only one day. How do you define close? How do you define far? If you find out within the 30 days, then it's considered close. And if you find out after 30 days, that's considered far. That sheet is Rabbi Kiva say that um, both of them is full Shiva and Shloshim. Okay, not like Rabbi Kiva. It comes along. So it sounds like there is no such thing as a one-day sitting, according to the Chacham. Comes along, Rabbi Barbachan, Rabbi Yochanan, says, even though normally... 
general, when you have two opinions, one's a das yachid, a private, one, one man's position, and then the rabbim are arguing, and uh, the das yachid is lenient, and the das rabbim is stringent, we typically would go with the rabbim. This is an exception to that, that we follow Rabbi Kiva against the tzibor, against the majority opinion, and that's based on the principle of Shmuel, that the halacha always follows the Dibri Amekel in Hilchas Avelis. So, we have here a story, Rav Hanina had a, a, heard that his father passed from Beich Uzai, came before Rav Chizda, and he said, it's a Shmuel Ruchoka, it's only one day. Rav Ba'ami had a Shmuel of his mother, also from Beich Uzai, <laughs> apparently I was far away, he didn't get News didn't travel that fast. I don't know, behind the Iron Curtain, who knows what. Mm-hmm. So he came before Rava, and uh, he said, Shmurachoka, it's only one day. Um, now, um, the question is, uh, is that true that it's only one day even for a mother or father? But didn't we see a qualifier that says that's only true by the five other relatives other than one's parents? Uh, meaning the brother, sister, son, daughter, and spouse. But if it's mother and father, so then you always, even if you're finding out much later, you always have to sit full shiva and do the shloshim. So the Gemara says, it's a yichida, and we don't paskin like that. And we brought down a brysa that there's a story of the father of Reb Tzadik and Ginzak found out after 33 years they asked Elisha ben Avuya in this Kenim, and they told him, oh, since it's a parent, it's mm-hmm. seven and thirty. Uh, seven days Shiva and thirty days mourning. And uh, the son of Rabbi Chia also, it was uh, said, they said, said Shiva and Shloshim. Um, and uh, again, so that's not the main opinion. The main opinion is that we don't do that. Okay. So Rav, the, who was the nephew of Rabbi Chia, and uh, that's, the, the problem is, is that we have here, the second story was Re, the son of Rav Achia. And then we have a, the Rav Chia, who we thought is the same person, um, who his nephew, Rav, came to visit, who was a nephew from both sides. His father, uh, Rav's father was Rav Chia's brother, uh, was Rav Chia's paternal brother, and Rav's mother was Rav Chia's maternal sister. Okay? And uh, they were married to each other, and they had Rav. So Rav was a double nephew, and when he came to visit his uncle, Rav Chia, he said, knew his father still alive? And he said, why don't you ask about mom? And he says, well, what was mom? what's the story with mom? He's like, well, I didn't answer you about that. Um, and then he, between the two, he realized that neither are around anymore. So, um, and he told his servant, take, away my sh- take off my shoes. And then I'm going to go take a shower. <laughs> Which basically, to teach us the point, that, uh, that when you hear Shmuel Rechoka, it's only one day, you sit a little mm-hmm. bit, you're not allowed to wear shoes when you're in mourning. And also, um, uh, it, it's just mixes Yom Kikulo, you don't need to do it the full day. Not that he specifically needed a shower, but he wanted to show. Can, can we learn from the fact that you didn't mention that he's Rosh Kriya, that you don't have to tear Kriya? Or Shmuel Rechoka? Can we infer that? Isn't the next question? We'll get to the Korea question. Okay. We ask the Korea question. We, I don't know if it's a full infer- inference. You know, like it didn't mention, doesn't say on, everything. On the children, we ask the question. Huh? The Korea will call about children. We get, we get to it. We got to it. The next question is, do you tear Korea if you find out late? That's the coming up. Um, anyway, we saw some very interesting cases. First of all, Rav Rav not the same person. So that's, Settle that question. Uh, Rav Yosef Baravin 
says that if you heard it um, within the 30 days, but it was during the holiday, and then comes by then, the holiday was already past the 30-day mark, so then, oh, that's late, that's called late news, and therefore you have to sit only one day, you don't have to sit the full seven. Similarly, Rav Ada from Kisaria was before Rabbi Yochanan, he said if you hear the news, and it was on Shabbos, and that was just on the, you know, like up to the 30th day, comes along by the time it's after Shabbos, it was ready old news, because it was after 30 days, it's only one day, the sitting, and that's it. Oh, so the Shaila is, on a Shmur do you tear Korea? To tear or not to tear? And the question, that was the question. So Ramani says, don't tear. Rav says, tear. Um, Ramani said to Rav Chanina, um, I, I say don't tear because you're not sitting Shiva. Makes sense, you shouldn't tear. But according to you, you're saying to tear. How could you be tearing without a Shiva? So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Who says that they're tied to each other? Um, the the president says, Isi Avod Rabzeira, or Achvod Rabzeira, was before Rabzeira, and he said, what if somebody only has one shirt to tear? Uh, I mean, he has no shirt uh, that he's able to tear. Comes along, he was wearing a borrowed shirt, let's say, and then he finally gets a shirt during Shiva, so then he, he'll tear, uh, then he does tear. If it's after Shiva, then he doesn't tear. And Reb said, that's only true by the other relatives, but if it's by a parent, so then you do tear. Um, so uh, even if yeah, you find shiva. out after the Shiva, so you doesn't tie into Shiva. So Gemara says, that's not really the din tearing. Generally, it is attached to the Shiva, and by parent, it's a special covenant of Avimo that you tear, that you raise Kriya, even after the seven, the seven if, even if you're not during the Shiva. Okay. But you still have one day. Or yeah, it's only one day. That's where Paskin is like the opinion that it's only one day. Okay, so next um, we said that um, anything that's written in Parshas Kohanim, and so Kohen is a lot of Bimitame, that's the list of relatives that an, a mourner would mourn for. Um, it's, a, it's a spouse, it's a father, mother, brother, sister, son, and daughter. Then they added on brother, sister, that is a virgin from the mother, even a maternal sibling, which according to, um, I mean a, a coin is not metamet to those, uh, but, but you are a, a mourner for, and a, a sister, whether from the father or mother that's married, also you would mourn for, even though, again, a coin would not be allowed to uh, b- b- become tummy to. Okay? And just like you mourn for them, so too, you mourn for their second, for, for somebody that, for the next, for the next in line. That sheet is Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi says, you're not really mourning, only for the second line down or up. So in other words, you're mourning if, if you're if, uh, if mourning for a father's father or for a son's son, but uh, not, uh, not in the other directions. Um, not like a, a spouse's relatives, okay, or something like that. Now, the Chum say that if you would mourn for that person, then you mourn with the person. What's the difference between him and his opinion? The Chacham and Tankama, the difference is that it's only emo, it's only when you're with him. But when you're not with him, then you don't have to act in a, in a state of mourning. And the story goes with, they told, um, Rav told Rav Chia, uh, his son, and Rav Huna told Rabba, his son, that when you're, I think, is this where I got up to? I'm not sure if I finished yesterday. 
I did? No, I didn't. I think it was right around here that we, yeah, that we ended up stopping. Right. So we're going to stop over here and we'll take it in, take it from here.